Welcome to the huddle with Mo and Lowe. Because some of the greatest life lessons happen in football, we turn that into a show. One, two, ready? Three. Huddles are a time to come together, to strategize, execute, spark creativity, learn, trust, grow, and share. So huddle up. Here are your hosts, Mo and Lowe. So, Lewis, I just got back. I'm so tired. What? Oh, my gosh, yes. What like, I, you look tired. I, I mean, am. you... What I mean, the? a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> your glasses are nice, though. Well, I'm trying to cover up looking I mean, tired. Oh, but... snap. Hold up. We're on. Hey, y'all. What's we up? Oh, oh. We're here. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to, to, I said welcome, (laughs) welcome to the hut, another episode, welcome to the huddle with Mo and Lo, where we discuss all the business and the balls. Business and balls, balls and business, business and balls, Balls. sorry. Okay, well, I'm your host, Lois Cook, aka Lo. And I am Monica D. Livingston, also known as Mo. What's going on, Lois? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Guess what? What? Guess what? What? I got to tell you something. Tell me. So, the Divas came home with a win. (laughs) Stand alive. Stand alive. (laughs) That's what they doing, y'all, trying to get to them playoffs. I heard about it. Yes. Finally, a win. Talk talk to me about it. Finally. Okay. I didn't mean to say it like that, but for real, for real, as a former player. We had a rocky start. Uh, yeah, okay. That's what we're going to call it, a rocky start. Um, As a former player, y'all had me just almost getting ready to hide my jersey, so I am happy that I'll be able to go get it again. As an active player. Well, I wasn't going to hide the jersey, but I mean, it was a little rough. But no, we came home with a win. It yeah. was a great game. Yeah. I'm so proud of my team. You know, for real, though, like some being able to bounce back after what happened in, in Boston. Yeah. We don't have to dig that all up. But yeah, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. But it takes a lot for a team to be able to do that. Normally, I think statistically, when you look at teams that, you know, experience a great loss like that in terms of the, the you know, the gap it, in score, it's hard to come back and get well, a W. It crushes you a little bit. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's... It, it hurts right. on the inside. Yeah, because it's like, okay, I've been working hard. I've been right. giving effort. I've been trying. And and this score right here doesn't reflect and, any of that. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about okay. that no more. But we got the win. We got the win. And speaking Ooh. of wins, yes. what's your top three for the week? You know, all right, this week I'm going to really get busy with working out. That's the one okay. thing I want to win against um, this whole mindset that I have of not winning. Um, I want to win against procrastination. Like, seriously, I've been procrastinating yeah. on some things. and My oil change being one of them. You keep talking about, child, Lois, she's she going to need a ride when we leave I mean- here. Because she's about 17,000 miles over. It might be 34,000, but <laughs> who's counting anyway? I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. Yeah, and you know what? I got a tip for that, for procrastination. They say every single morning, eat what they call the um, the the big beetle. People don't like to mm. you know deal with a big beetle, but if you do the first thing that you don't like to do, you know, before you start your day, mm. then it makes the rest of your day go a lot easier. Yeah, and, and get it people, out the way. Yeah, what they do normally is they do the stuff that they want to do, yeah. that they know is going to be right. easy. Right, because why not? Grab that one thing that you know that you don't want to do at all, eat that big beetle yeah. in the beginning of the day, and then go on. So that's what I'm going to try to do this week. big beetle. Yes. I don't want to call it that because I'm not really a bug person. <laughs> well, that's the point. Nobody wants to deal with the bug. True. But sometimes you have to. If the big beetle come in your house and walking around in your kitchen, you got to do something with him. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You can't mm. just be like, well, let me get rid of the ants first. You better get the big beetle. <laughs> that might be why they're there to get him. Okay. I don't know. All right. So that's what I want to do. I'm going to do those things, uh, you know. 
Get back in the gym. Yes. Deal better with procrastination. And the third one is to learn to say no. I got too much mm. on my on my calendar and I want to practice a little no. So that's how that's what I want to win against this coming week. Monica, will you do my homework this week? Uh no. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, but see how I hesitated? I, <laughs> like, you, did. Like, you did a little bit. I was really thinking because like, I wanted to help you. And then I thought, oh, of course right. you're smart. I can't do your homework. <laughs> I know what you're taking, though. Um, I like your wins for the week. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And, and speaking of wins, um, I have to say I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't another W that mm. happened in the DMV. Who? Your boys. Ooh. DC Defenders. Ooh. Come on, man. I thought My for guys. sure. You know, that was tough. I was so I was so surprised to see that. This was the team to beat. Right. Right. And I mean, that just goes to show that, you know, it comes down to the championship game. Anybody can win it. How about that? Um, But if y'all don't know, Lois works with the the D.C. defenders. She works with the commanders also. But again, we talking about people that are winning. Hold up. Wait a minute. So, you ain't have to do that. Okay. You didn't have to um, do that. So we were talking about the defenders, and we were expecting the win. How was the experience at an XFL game? Oh, my God. We were there all, all season. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was—the energy was yeah. everything. The fans were a whole vibe. I mean, you had the beer snake. The, so be- not, the what? Yeah. What the is beer that? Snake. Not only did the fans bond by having their team on the field, but they bonded with each other with this beer snake. You drink the beer, and you stack the cups. It's kind of like— um. You know, being eco-friendly and being organized and neat and tidy <laughs> so <laughs> during dr- the game. Drunk recycling. Okay, maybe. Okay. But it was great. I mean, there was a huge controversy in the very beginning. It was like, dude, take it down. No, uh-huh. we're gonna leave it up. Take it down. But it just became like a little signature for the fans. Okay. Um, so it was a lot of fun. I, I had the best time. It was a great season. Again, they had a, an amazing, successful season. But good grief. Yeah that, yeah, that was a tough loss. But they'll be back. So next year, if you didn't get an opportunity to check out a Defenders game, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, even yes. the, they're winning, but even if they don't get a W, and you can hang out with you. Yes, yeah. and and it's so fan. I mean, it's family friendly. You right. know, I hosted Fan Fest in pregame, and we did a lot of giveaways. We gave out swag and post game nice. experiences, autograph. She didn't bring me one thing, y'all. Not one not, thing. Not a t-shirt, I didn't. I had a you right? Pen, I didn't. Pair of sunglasses. I might have been practicing saying no. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next look here, y'all. Next year, go check out a DC Defender game again. If you don't want to even watch the game, go to Fan Fest. You can see Lois there. It'll be a, a, a lot of fun. Um, speaking of wins, we're going to get right into our team captain this week oh, entering yes. the huddle. Oh, uh, he's yeah. having a, a, a great day coming off a win with his favorite NBA team, the Boston okay. Celtics. Uh, right. This is really personal for him because he spent a lot of years with the organization in the front office mm. as director of community engagement youth development. Uh, he has experiences uh, basketball, nice. uh, coaching at the college level, and recently made a transition to Hollywood. So Hollywood? Yeah, okay. we're we going to ask him about, about all this. So people, you know how we do in the huddle. We bring you the guests that can assist with your success. Y'all huddle up. Hang Here on. comes our huddle team captain, Sam Taub. Taub. Sam Taub. Tag, oh, we're going to get that right. Sam Taub. <laughs> Sam, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Welcome to the huddle. It's Monica. Oh, wow. We're live. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, wait. We're live now. Now we're live. What's now we're up, live. Okay. What's going on, Monica? So nice to hear from you. Yes. You. Yeah, man. It's been wait a minute. minute. I got my, Monica's my... not here only by herself. That's right. My I know. I know. Lois, very nice yes. to meet you. Okay. What's up, Sam? <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. Welcome to the huddle. 
Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, man. What's been going on with you? Like, like you, um, well, let me just tell everybody the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> yesterday, I'm watching, uh, I already told Lois this, I'm watching 80 for Brady with my mom. And it's you, Mother's you Day. You guys have to watch movies? Just, just yesterday. I made literally, I, I almost fast forwarded through nice. a certain part, but oh. I was sitting there <laughs> watching it with her. She wanted to watch it. I'm like, I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan. I think everybody that's ever heard me say anything mm -hmm. already knows that. So it was a stretch for me. And I'm watching the movie and I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And I literally look up and I go, that looks like my friend Sam. Nice. I, I stopped the, the movie, and my mom's like, why'd you stop the movie? And I'm like, I think that's my friend <laughs> Sam. First degree of Sam. Yeah, and so I literally called him and reached out right then and there. We bumped somebody else for, for you today and told them next week. And so <laughs> I yeah, I know you've been up to Hollywood stuff. Um, you know, Lois is doing a little acting on her own over here. I also. love it. Yeah. I love it. Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <for a> <laughs> How'd I do, Sam? You did great. Oh, thank you. Perfect right, yeah. performance. Sam, she's going to be stars. asking you for your agent contact by the end of this I got brother. you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot happening out here. <laughs> so, listen, you left the, the Boston Celtics. Walk us through, you know, you had front office experience. Um, I know that was near and dear to your heart, especially building the youth program. But I also know that you decided, hey, Maybe it's time for a switch. Uh, you were there for almost a decade with, yeah. with the Celtics. It had to be hard to leave. We like to help people get to where they're actually going. That was a tough decision. How did you say, you know what? I'm going to follow my dreams and walk us through what it took to just literally leap and move from Boston to mm. L.A.? Yeah. 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 It's been a it was it was not an easy decision by any means. Um, like you said, I, I worked with the Celtics for eight amazing seasons. Um, it was my first um, real opportunity to work in professional sports. I was an athlete my whole life, you know, high school basketball, college, little semi pro stuff, but mm -hmm. didn't really see a lane for myself uh, working in sports past playing. But I obviously was super passionate about basketball and coaching and everything like that. And just kind of through some mutual connections, got an opportunity to join the team at the beginning of the 14-15 uh, season. Um, and yeah, it was an amazing ride. I started in community engagement, um, kind of operating charitable programs on behalf of the team mm -hmm. and just got a trial by fire experience of everything, professional sports business. Um, and then I saw an opportunity to kind of combine some of my coaching passions with some of the work that was happening on the business development, fan development side, and kind of build out this youth basketball platform. And so that's what I did for my last three years. We basically took a took an idea to build a youth basketball department from scratch. There wasn't one um, at the Celtics. And, uh, you know, I saw an opportunity for myself and for the organization. And, yeah, we, we worked real hard on it for, for three seasons and grew it from nothing to a platform that was serving over 10,000 kids in person annually Whoa. through camps and clinics and leagues and basketball tournaments. Um, and then when COVID hit, we did a ton of stuff online. And so we were doing social media content and live basketball workouts and reaching and engaging with millions of fans across the world. And so, yeah, when, when I ultimately decided to leave, it was an incredibly hard decision. As I yeah. speak with you today from Los Angeles, I'm wearing Celtic shorts, Celtic t-shirt, <laughs> Celtic hoodie. Um, so it, 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 the green is still inside me. I'm still ble bleeding green. It, it definitely was right. not an easy decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, it came down 
it honestly really just came down to a family decision. My, my fiance is from Southern California. She lived in Boston for 10 years while she went to undergrad law school, um, and then started working as an attorney, but had pretty much since the day I met her been, been trying to get us to move to Southern California. And I fought the good fight, uh, as long as I could. And she held it down, you know, uh, through some cold winters while I was still working for the Celtics and, you know, made that compromise, even though there were several times that she really wanted us to, to get back to Southern California. And, you know, obviously a lot of things changed in terms of just our perspective on life and work right. and everything through yeah. the pandemic. And yeah, we, we ultimately just made that, that joint decision. It was time to move on and, and it wasn't easy. Um, but you know, the lifestyle here in, in, Los Angeles is great. It's much different than Boston, obviously. Yeah, it's yeah, been I mean, a, I mean. um, it's been a fun transition. It's been a challenging transition. But one of the things I decided I wanted to do when I moved out here was kind of scratch that acting itch. I've always had it in my heart that I wanted to, you know, get involved in the entertainment space through acting, you know, working on commercials, being in TV shows, what, what have you. I wanted to, I wanted to try it. It was something mm-hmm. I always, you know, held in my heart, but never really had an opportunity to express through sports, really. But then when I worked with the Celtics, it's obviously an entertainment business. And so it kind of sparked a flame again. And then when we decided to move to L.A., it was like, you know, I'm 36 years old. It's it's now or never. I don't have kids yet. And so I decided to go for it. Get out there and do it. I've been living it ever since. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I I mean, I love that you jumped from you said community engagement to join, you know, to forming the youth um, basketball organization. And now you, you said, you mentioned you had the passion within you all along, right? So, and then you just needed the opportunity to ex- exert that. Yeah, right. Can you talk about, and I'm, I'm bringing that back to community engagement because that was somewhere I started in mm-hmm. my career where I was able to use some of the qualities that I learned through sport, um, such as confidence being the right. main one, being confident. Um, yeah. And just jumping out there and just taking the lead on things. Can you talk about the qualities that you learned and developed from being an athlete that also translated over when it was time for you to take that leap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And that's an awesome question. And from the first day I ever got an opportunity to be on set, I was kind of blown away by the similarities between working in sports and working in you know TV and film production it might even be more of a team sport to be honest with you. And so it's, it's like these major film productions or TV productions. It's like the ultimate team sport. You have so many players, so many people playing different roles. Everyone has to, you know, really stay in their lane and focus on what they're focusing on because there's, you know, so much money that goes into these projects. There's a short amount of time. There's so many different things from the number of hours on set to the lighting to everything. It's just like, I I was blown away from the first day. And so, yeah, I mean, I brought a lot of my uh, sports experience to the the acting world. You know, I was joking around with Monica before this conversation about how I wanted to be really prepared. That's a huge part about it. It's like the time you put in the gym is obviously going to come to light when you step onto the court. And if you haven't put in that time and those hours in the gym preparing for the game, it's, it's going to show up. And it's mm. the same thing with acting. Yeah. If you haven't so done your script analysis, yeah. if you haven't been in class, if you haven't been training, Ooh. you can't, I, I thought that maybe, you know, 
I had the confidence or the personality right. to be a, a great actor off the bat. And, you know, it maybe got me in the door and got me some opportunities, but for where I'm really trying to go, there's a lot of work that has to be done. And so, yeah, the, the parallels. And at the end of the day, the other thing is it's a business, you know, whether right. you're working in sports, it's a business, we're selling tickets, we're selling sponsorship, you know, the entertainment industry is doing the same thing. They want to sell tickets to their movies. They want to get their shows right. streamed yeah. where they yeah, advertise sure. commercials. Um, and so you have to have that mindset to it too. So yeah, sports and working in sports, um, you know, I feel like I have a huge, huge advantage in the right. entertainment industry now, understanding the business side of it. Yeah. You know, you say a script analysis, you're taking this serious. I thought you were. Oh yeah. Just uh, games. I, you know, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the, the entertainment <laughs> world is, you know, you know how hard it is to make the NBA or right. the NFL or right. anything like that. Right. I, honestly, I don't know the statistics, but in my mind, I think it's harder to, to make it in the entertainment industry. It's ridiculously competitive right. now with kind of how everything has shifted in the business during the pandemic. You don't even need to be in person anymore. So you can have literally, I mean, conceivably hundreds of thousands of people competing for one role because everybody's wow. doing self-tapes at home. Oh, right. Um, it's not doing, like it used to be. Like, you get those little calls right. and then you see You'd the person. You'd have to go into, like, a casting office right. to meet with a casting director. Now everything is, at least the first round, is done virtually. It's, it's either a self-tape or a Zoom interview. And so for you to stand out in a in a crowd of a thousand auditions is is tough and yeah. so yeah. yeah it's 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 a real competitive industry absolutely so, yeah that's, yeah that's let me ask you this work. and i know you got to get going and i really just appreciate you stopping i got i got two last things you can kind of combine yeah, them sure. um so um in in like you know a minute or two or less here um you know, if you want to be a basketball player, you know all the things you're supposed to do. Go to practice. Make sure you, you know, practicing on your own. How do you break into acting? Like you move to L.A., you call a bunch of agents, you get a headshot. <laughs> like what? I mean, you know, what? Are, yeah, just I'll, give us the three I'll try things to boil that you it must down do. as best I could. That okay. could be a whole other mm, conversation, okay. and I'm obviously still learning it too. But I'd say, you know, there are if you're really trying to do it. Um, I'd say the, the most important things are you need to have profiles on all of the casting websites. Okay. A lot of the most, if you don't have an agent, if you want to get an opportunity to work on a show or a commercial, right. there's kind of three main casting sites that you mm -hmm. need to have profiles on. That was how I got my first opportunity with 80 for Brady. I didn't even know what I was doing. I wasn't even living in LA yet. We were living with my fiance's family two hours south of LA. But again, because I had a profile on this website, I, I got a crack at it. That's the first thing. You need to have great headshots. Headshots are kind of the first thing that all these casting directors see. And so I saved up all last summer to work with a really great headshot photographer. Um, I saw it. That, you look so cute. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so you need good handsome. handsome. Okay. Okay, maybe. But. <laughs> good, good headshots that kind of reflect you know, a few different looks, you know, it depends if you're trying to do TV and com in TV and film, uh -huh. or if you're trying to look commercials, those have a different look. You need to get into class. That's probably like the number one thing is you need to be like training. You need to be around actors. You need to be learning. You need to be like living it and breathing it because the mm -hmm. work is few and far between, to be honest with you. But yeah, for you to be like work. constantly yeah. flexing those muscles, you have to be in class. So I did improv classes. I've done commercial classes. I've done TV, film, drama, you name it. Okay. Um, I actually have class today. And then, yeah, the last thing is just like, just again, I, I mean, I probably to get my commercial and my print agent, I emailed, you know, I, I Googled every agency in LA and I just started cold e emailing them with my headshots and a little bit about me. And 
I got 995 no's and I got five yeses and I met with the five yeses and I found a pretty good fit. And yeah. And then from there, it's just doing the work. You have to make sure you're doing something every day for your career, for your craft. Well, you're right then. This is just like sports. What I heard you say is you're watching films, you're practicing, you're hanging out with other athletes and you're training for it. It's exactly the same. That's part of my training is watching shows. You have to see yourself in these shows. You have to see how the different tone of each shows. And so, yeah, sometimes my fiance rolls her eyes at me when I tell her I'm working, when I'm watching SVU or, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, Magnum PI or something like that or a movie, but it's really true. You have to watch film. Well, I love uh, a law and order SVU. Um, I know. know. That's the goal right there. That's the thing that I love. I can't wait to see you on that bad boy there with uh, (laughs) Um, thank you so much for coming. One last question. Just this could be just a yes or no. Did you, actually get to meet tom brady oh monica i didn't get to meet the goat i know you wish i could have said hi and sent my love from you but i never met tom but i did i did i was in a scene with jane fonda rita moreno sally field um and lily tomlin who are some of the goats of of acting um i mean i think rita moreno is like 90 years old and still getting out there and doing things this shoot was at like midnight too so shout out to to those people they make it look easy um so tom brady being 40 whatever he is he got nothing on the the ogs of the acting game i love it they, uh, they made the movie so yeah. yes yeah it was we, a fun we one got him back absolutely we, we, we rushing out the, the ref coming in the ref is kicking us out the, the huddle sam thanks so much sam buddy. taub thank you yes taub, we'll that's right appreciate you and uh yeah let's let's keep in touch this was a fun conversation absolutely my brother be safe out there and uh we'll have some poodle talk later i'll talk to you later. oh let's do it all, all right. right take Peace. care bye wow that was a good interview that was great i mean i, I still can't believe i was sitting here <laughs> watching sam and um, i knew i recognized him you know how you know you know somebody right and then i went straight to his ig page and it was like the third i had to scroll a little bit and it was the third one down where i saw him <laughs> and harry hamlin and harry hamlin used to be on jag okay um so he had some that's a cool experience with a lot of ogs um yeah i love the i love the connection to to sports like how it's so similar right like I mean, all the same stuff right yeah like yeah. That, was, that was a great question to dig that that out of him that you just got to keep at it and i think i guess that's with anything preparation though right yeah like that was a big thing for him he was talking about pre- you he know, just- said preparation he has this thing that he calls the five p's or something uh prior preparation prevents poor performance okay wait a minute say that really fast, fast. <laughs> Prior preparation prevents poor performance. Prior preparation. No. <laughs> but I'm reading it, so it's a little bit easier for me. And I think that is so true. So we're going to have to have Sam back. Um, we'll be able to be one of those people, those that would say, we knew him when. Okay. You know, when he's in one of them big movies right? and whatever. I hope he still takes my phone call. No, he's yeah. going to hook me up with um, um, some acting roles. Okay. All right, you go You go ahead. You go do that. You go do that. All but right. you know what I also really love what? is the support. He mentioned his fiance and yeah. just having that support system that making the decisions together and then, you know, he took that leap from Boston to L.A., I mean, across That's, the country. Yeah, and he don't have no real job, so I really, we should have had her on the show. Oop. I wonder. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sam gonna listen to this later and be like, Monica, we love no. you, Sam. <laughs> can we come to the wedding? <laughs> but shout out to the Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, really, because she's holding it down, right? Yeah, like sure. letting him find his dream and like he was making good money with the Celtics. So I know Dad going well, moving out there, talking about baby, I'm gonna be an actor, had to be a tough <laughs> conversation. But uh, you know, that's why you always gotta find people in your corner, man. I tell people all the time, if you're not in my corner, you got to go. Okay. You got to go. Yes. He found some support. So hey. tell me one more time, what was his piece uh, prior, prior preparation, preparation prevents, prevents poor performance mm, okay prior all preparation right. prevents poor performance prior preparation prevents poor performance well i like that it all week okay yes no i like it but i like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to say it but you guys just text it to me okay <laughs> <laughs> and i'll read it every day yeah, it's a long t-shirt it's too much to put on a t-shirt that's for that it's a lot <laughs> But before we go, yeah. you got a little something song to tell us? Well, no, I was just thinking about, you know, how I wanted to, like, try to challenge people a little bit this week. And, you yeah. know, kind of going back to to my wins, um, you know, I was thinking about a, a specific quote, like, what can I share? What, you know, I just want to encourage people. And I found yeah. one that says, strive not to be a success but rather to be of value. Mm. And I think people yes. forget that all the time, Ooh. what success looks mm -hmm. like, right? Oh, this car, this outfit, this house, and all that stuff, right. that brick and mortar is going to disappear when you're gone. That car is going to rust mm -hmm. after you're gone. And what I want to be and strive to be this week is of value to people. And even in the midst of things, right? Like yeah. be in the moment and be valuable in the moment. Right. Don't worry about the out. We'll worry about the outcome a right. little bit, but, you know, focus on the now. Yeah. And I want people to say, oh, Monica and Lois made us feel this way, right? Not what we give them, right. but how we can make people right. feel. And, and, you know, I always say, you're probably sick of hearing me say it, but I always say, you know, some Never. people prepare for impact and mm. some people make impact. And right. I think that's kind of what this quote is saying yeah. is like, what's your impact? What's right. long lasting? What's your legacy? What are you what are you going to leave people with? Yeah. So that's it. I want to make some impact this week. No, I love that. Don't ride with me on that. I know Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. I'm going to make an impact. I'm going to make an impact. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it then. I'm going to do it. Let's do it. That's what yeah. we're going to do. Impact this week. See that's the I. word. <laughs> that's two words. Impact this week is three words. No, that's words. three words. We can't count, but. Let's just go with impact. <laughs> I got three words too. Okay. Not today, Satan. <laughs> which, okay, what's your quote mean? <laughs> we, we're not going to deal with well, all the mess. That's another show, y'all. That's another show. Pray for it, Jesus. Amen. Pray yes, for please. it. All right, y'all. Yes. We're going to get up out of here. Thank, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, this was fun. great. Great time. Next Monday, right we'll be oh, yeah. right back here. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Huddle with Mo and... Lo. And Mo doesn't look so tired anymore. She looks a little more energetic She right tried now. to fix it up now, <laughs> y'all. She got on air and the first thing she said to me was, I look sleepy. That's okay. That's <laughs> I okay. said you look tired. I didn't tired. say you look sleepy. Well, I'm both That's of them. Difference. Thank y'all. But we you got look great. Go. Thank you. Make it a Goodbye. Get away from me. Bye. You're valuable. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Peace. You've been listening to The Huddle with Mo and Lo Podcast. For more information, visit BLEAV.com or click on the Programs tab and the Huddle with Mo and Lo page at DCRadio.gov. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.